Access our listener polls and follow at Twist My Armcast on Twitter. Listen for free on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. And now, here's the host of the Twist My Arm Podcast. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Twist My Arm Podcast. We are here today. It is Sunday. We're not doing this live, unfortunately. Um, I. Just got a new TV this weekend and uh, had to rearrange my entire house around it because it's huge. And uh, that involved me rearranging my entire studio and I'm just not ready to do a live show yet. So we're not doing live. We're just recording and uh, you're listening to this on SoundCloud or iTunes, I'm sure. Uh, my name is Josh. I'm your forever host and friend. And I'm joined today by my lovely co-host, Evan. What's up? What's <laughs> up? What's up? And we are also joined by my good friend and special guest. His name is Chip. Hey, how's it going? Hey, he's from Nebraska. Um, he was on the show. God, when, was that the uh, Avengers episode? The like Infinity War episode? Yeah, this is uh, this is the third time I've been on. We did the uh, Infinity War episode, and then there was another random one. I forget. Okay. Yeah, it's probably just some random bullshit. <laughs> that that seems to be a, a thing on the Twist My Arm podcast. We like to just talk about random bullshit, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Um, how's everything over in Nebraska? Is it snowy over there right now? Oh, yeah. Like, ridiculous amounts of snow. Yeah. It's all that global warming, you know? Global warming, yeah. Or it's just winter. <laughs> 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 Not saying I don't believe in global warming, but, like, you can't blame everything on global warming. Day after the oh, I know. That's just stuff, what right? I've been saying all week. <laughs> all <laughs> yeah. that global warming. <laughs> we always get, like, all the all the people that move here from out of state, they come here. It's, like, December, maybe beginning of January, and they're always like, oh, there's no snow. What a mild winter we're having. <laughs> 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 and then all of a sudden in February or March, we get, like, three feet of snow at once. And no one knows how to drive, and it's one of the most frustrating things ever. But yeah, it sucks. Snow's gone now. That's usually how it goes here in Colorado. It snows mm-hmm. a bunch, and then a day and a half later, it's melted. So, yep. Not yeah, so much no, in Nebraska, we got, though. We got a bunch. We got like eight inches, I think. Like yeah. Big old blizzard yesterday, all day long. And I'm sure it's still nice and cold too, so it's gonna stick around out there. Oh, for sure. The humidity keeps it. Real nice and shitty out there. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. Um, what's new, Evan? What have you been up to? Not too much. Just been working on some new music and rearranging my house, too. <laughs> yeah. You got yeah. a new roommate, right? New roommate moving in. That's cool. Had a buddy out from Washington. That was pretty sweet. Okay. Um, just chilled. Nothing too really. Do you exciting. hear this buzzing? What is this buzzing going on? your microphone hold up let's see what if i did that oh talk to me evan you aren't even on there at all anymore 
Mm. Well, I'll just have to deal with the buzz. Sorry. Okay. That was a, that was a terrible break there. Yeah. I'm not even gonna edit <coughs> that out. I don't give a fuck. It's alright. <laughs> Other than that, just been chilling. With Kenji. Nice. Little puppy. He's been nice. doing alright. That's um, cool. Watching some shows. Yeah, we'll get into that here in a little bit for sure. Uh, what about you, Chip? What's what's new with you besides like the snow and all that stuff? Uh, nothing really new. No. Just, uh, no, nothing too exciting. I mean, like work. Yeah. And uh, Coheed's gonna visit us as well as you, so that's a bonus. But, in yeah. Omaha, right? Uh, Council Tucky. Oh, okay, Council. That's Council Bluffs, Iowa. For those of you that don't know what Council Tucky is. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, it's so funny. I have people from Iowa coming out to to the dispensaries all the time out here. I'm just like. You know, when I lived in Nebraska, you know, we used to call people from Iowa. <laughs> they don't like it. I mean, it's you know that you know what I'm talking about. Mm. Iowa stands for uh, idiots out wandering around. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the damn they, I Weegis. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Sometimes they like that joke. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Evan, do me a favor and wrap. See if that helps at all. Nah, not much. It's fine. Sorry, guys, about the buzz, yep. but you're just gonna have to deal with it because I, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, fucking Iowa. Are you gonna go to both shows in Iowa and Kansas City? Uh, probably not. Just Iowa. Mm, you're not gonna come out to Colorado for that either. Uh, I don't. I don't think I am. I have to go to Chicago at the end of March, and then what's in Mags Chicago? Uh, the nieces. <laughs> uh, the nieces. I mean, it's, it's not like, it's not my family. It's like oh. my, it's like my Extended pretty family. much wife's nieces, <laughs> and so like I have to drive out to Chicago. I don't really like Chicago in general, so like, yeah. Okay, what's wrong with Chicago? It's I old. I don't know. Okay, we're live. This is public. I don't want to talk too much smack, but we're not we're not live like at all. <laughs> Oh, okay. I don't like the people from Chicago. I don't like the <laughs> way they drive. I don't like the way they talk. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> like They're inconsiderate. They have like zero, uh, zero <laughs> common courtesy, dude. People in Chicago are just like, right. oh, is there a car coming? Let me just fucking drive right in front of them. <laughs> like, God damn, dude. All right. All right. Uh, that's fair. fair. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair for sure. I've never been to Chicago, so I can't attest to any of that stuff. I don't know. But is, it, is it north side or south side? Uh, it's like suburbs. It's okay. like, um, yeah, yeah, it's like suburbs. It's like Schaumburg, I think. Okay. Like, okay. But, you know, when so you're anyone out there the in highway, Schaumburg in March, <laughs> be looking out for, <laughs> yeah. for Chip. <laughs> yeah. Let's go, son. Let's go. <laughs> Oh man, I you know I've been to Shit. I've been to California, I've been to San Francisco, and that place sucks. People out there really suck. Which place? Uh, San Francisco. And maybe it's just because like maybe it's all the douchey people that are it, moving there. I, right and now. it was in the summer too, so it was probably just a bunch of tourists out there that are shitty. Tourists uh. from Chicago, I'm sure out there. <laughs> <in San Francisco. laughs> yeah, exactly. It wasn't even the people. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I gotta gotta go to Chicago at the end of March, and then uh, Maggie really wants to go to Cali like sometime this year. So okay. Gotta save up money to do that. When when is the is the Coheed show in June for you out there? Uh yeah, like June nineteenth. Okay. Nice, something like that. 
That's excellent. Yeah, I just got my tickets last week, so I'm really excited for that. It'll be awesome. It'll be another one of those shows where I cry. I always cry <laughs> at Coheed shows. I don't know why. I just get so emotional. It's because you're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Telling it like it is, for sure. It's all right. It's all right. I'm stoked. Um, sweet. Well, yeah, I mean, one of these days you have to come out to Colorado. I'll always help no, you definitely. with and stuff if you ever need it to. So. Yeah, for sure. You know for how sure. it is. I'm like, I'm always ready to come out. It's just a matter of, like, other shit on the plate. Yeah. Um, if there – if so we'll we'll just dive into the news from there. <laughs> and would would lightsaber fencing get you to come to Colorado easier? Like, if you were to come to a lightsaber fencing tournament? Because yeah, I would absolutely do that. I would, uh, I would come fence. I would, uh, <laughs> I would come watch. Because I would judge bro, people's technique. That is a real thing now. I want. I know. I, I know. If I go so and do incredible. that, I want the epic like symphony music, all this crazy shit. Right. Yeah, it absolutely. has to be like. So, so this out. coming, this coming from the Washington <laughs> Post, lightsaber dueling officially becomes recognized by the French Fencing Federation. Absolutely. Which means now you can competitively duel with lightsabers over in France. And it's recognized as a sport. As a sport. That's the best part of it. That's awesome. Fuck yes. I used to do that shit and just be a nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm an athlete. Suddenly I'm an athlete. That's how how gamers are now, too. It's like gaming's now a sport, basically. I I love this, though. I think I'm gonna have to get myself a nice fencing saber, and start start practicing. Start practicing my technique because once this becomes like a a real thing, you know. Are you on only one saber, or are you gonna do the duel? <sighs> I don't know, Darth man. Maul style, bro. I don't know. I might I might go the Ahsoka <laughs> route and go single lightsabers in both hands. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. that'd be my style. That'd be cool. What what would your style be, Evan? I'd have the double lightsaber. You'd go double? Yeah. I feel like you'd you'd get a lot of unless you get really skilled with it, that'd be kinda hard to control. I don't know, man. I'll just use the force. <laughs> what about you, Chip? <laughs> what would you do? Like what would be your style if you're gonna were you gonna take you you would take the bent Dooku saber, wouldn't you? Well <laughs> I mean I guess it depends. I guess it depends. Because it's like recognized by the fencing academy, like it would depend on if there's like certain lengths and widths that you're like required. To I guess have I didn't think about that. Yeah, to, uh, I'm sure. But like, if if I had like free reign, I would do like basically like a pair of short swords, like oh, go okay. short sabers, pair of short sabers, probably like, good, like Yoda sized sabers. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Okay, that'd be pair pretty of short cool. sabers. Mm. Huh. All right, I like it. I think uh, I I'm hoping. From what else I was reading, they're saying that they're trying to get it to be an Olympic sport, too. Nice. Can you imagine seeing fucking I'm going to get Samuel Jackson come out of my corner and just deliver the Mace Windu lightsaber. (laughs) It's all purple and shit. It's like the prince of lightsabers. I'm pretty sure sure Ray Park, the uh, Darth Maul actor, could... Oh, he'd like destroy. enter into that because he'd he's destroy still, everybody though. He's he's like a <laughs> professional fencer and stuff. Yeah. That's how he knows all like how to do all that shit. So I wonder if he would oh man. Yeah. I, I, he if he enters into the, the Federation of Fencing, he's, he's definitely like my, my I'll I'll buy fucking Ray Park shirts, like jerseys. I don't give a fuck. That'd be great. Right. <laughs> be all for it. 
Um, I hope this comes to the States, though. I'd love to see this come over here and, you know, have, like, <laughs> national <laughs> lightsaber duels. Beyond ESPN, the Ocho. You know, yeah. that's a hell of a way to get it to come to America, like, to get the sport of fencing bigger over here. Like, that's a hell of a way to do it. I mean, it, kids getting into it, like... I feel like that'd be know? the easiest way to do it, because fencing is not big here. It's only the, the like, super rich people that are really into fencing i feel like maybe that's just from the movies but like <laughs> i feel like been watching richie rich <laughs> <laughs> but i feel like that's that fencing just isn't a thing here so what True. better way to bring it to the states than to do it by introducing it with lightsabers that would be sweet and then show it you could you could even have it in schools and show people technique but hell man on espn they even played this like handball game where you like hit the hand like the ball into the trampoline like if that can be, if that can be on espn this certainly could bro. the fuck is that i like watching pool it's handball on ESPN. or something i don't know pool is that on espn 8 the ocho, the ocho. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> the ocho uh. oh man yeah i I'm super excited for this. I can't wait to see. This would be dope, man. How, like, if it gets televised or anything, it would be, I think it'd be one of the most watched <laughs> sporting events. I want, I want to <laughs> hear. Nerds. Dude, that big music, just people, they have to have, like, the, oh, man. The sounds and shit. The sound. Oh, oh yeah. Great. <laughs> That's, like, what we did when we were kids. Right. Because we had those little sabers that would make the noises I know, and shit. And and, like, light up and everything. Yep. You remember? Yeah, but they were so flimsy. Like I you know, get one break. solid hit and then they break. <laughs> like God. God, you remember when you you'd always play with that one kid that like just kind of didn't have enough control. So what? He just <laughs> swing so fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. Way too hard. Right in your hand. Slap <laughs> <laughs> you right in the knuckles. Yeah. Like, dude, I want to punch you in the face so hard right now. Just uh, oh man, and like breaking your sabers and shit because he just has no control over his force. Yeah. It was usually the fat kid. Well, he's usually the <laughs> fat Sith Lord. <laughs> Powers up beyond our control and out of control. Oh my God. Uh, um, <laughs> anyway, that I, I, to to finish that off, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, I don't want to talk much more about Star Wars because we have a bi-weekly segment yeah. podcast about Star Wars, so d- there'll definitely be more Star Wars news next w- Friday. Or this upcoming Friday, we'll be live on YouTube talking about that. So the next piece of news that I have is Chris Hemsworth is is going to play Hulk Hogan <laughs> what? in a biopic. Is he gonna yeah, have, that's real. Is he going to have the voice down and be like, listen here, brother. <laughs> I d- oh, God. He's going to be like, come Sunday at WrestleMania. So, so this comes from Wired.com. <laughs> Um, and it says, in a casting move that seems almost too perfect, I don't know about that, but it says, Chris Hemsworth is reportedly signing on to play wrestler Hulk Hogan in an upcoming biopic. The movie will be directed by Todd Phillips and co-written by Scott Silver, the pair behind the upcoming flick, The Joker. Uh, Netflix is close to a deal to release the film, which will focus on Hogan's rise in the 80s and the Hulkamania phenomenon. Hogan himself will serve as an executive producer, can you n- dig it, bro? Oh, I'm gonna love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna love it, if, but it's gonna be horrible <laughs> at the same times. I I don't know. Were you a big Hulk fan when you yeah, were a kid? Yeah, man. Yeah, that was my favorite wrestler. Did him. you did you tear your your shirts up? 
No. I tried. <laughs> no, never as a little kid, it just wasn't very possible. But, <laughs> yeah, after a few minutes of frustration, throw my shirt off. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. But, yeah, my brother was, like, a huge Ultimate Warrior fan. I was a huge Hulk Hogan fan. Okay. Like, back in the day, like, him, Undertaker was really cool. Macho Man yeah. Randy Savage oh, was big yeah. then. I think Randy Savage the was like The cream of the crop. <laughs> <laughs> I got you for three minutes. <laughs> Bone size, ready? <laughs> oh, my God. Um that's funny because that that's totally from Spider-Man and uh, we're talking about Marvel all all this episode. Um That's a that's a deep cut right there. Nice one. Chip, what what are your thoughts on Chris Hemsworth playing Hulk Hogan? Uh, like I feel like Chris Hemsworth could play like one of Hulk Hogan's arms. Like <laughs> Oh my like god! Like he's super, like he's super cut up. Like don't get me wrong, Hemsworth's in great shape. Like, but Hulk, like Google Hulk Hogan in the, like the nineties. That dude was a monster. Look at him flex, and he's like, oh my god, I don't know, I don't know if Hemsworth's big. Enough. I so you know, and we were talking about this the other day, like through text and. Do you think that your view is a little skewed because of the fact that when you were a kid, Hulk Hogan was just so big, he was, like, larger than life? That nope. You think- <laughs> that I, saw a, I saw a picture today of him in his NWO days. Like, that mother – He. oh, okay. my God, dude. Hulk Hogan was so big. All his right, arms right. were huge. Yeah. I mean, Hemsworth could bulk up. I mean, they could totally CGI his arms if he doesn't right. get big enough. How embarrassing would that. that be? Or they could do, uh, remember Tom Cruise in uh, Tropic Thunder where he had the prosthetic hands to make his hands bigger? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Give him massive hands with his arms. I think, I think Hemsworth could bulk up, though. And he's. I feel like he's a lot bigger than he better have we, a, f- we think. He better get an awesome Hulk voice, though. Oh, dude, he will. You know he will. I swear that's make or break for me on the movie. <laughs> well, and also, is it is it gonna be more of like Hulk Hogan the man, or like what's his real name? Uh, Terry. Terry. Terry Balea. Okay. So is it gonna be a movie about Terry, or is it gonna be a movie about? No, Hulk? we like, don't care about Terry. We only care about Hulk Hogan. But this is the thing. Like that's the <laughs> thing nowadays. It seems like they're. They're starting to do more biopics about people and talk like the new Rocketman movie that's coming out about Elton John. It's all about his rise to becoming Elton John. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be another kind of movie like that? Would you be okay with that if it is? I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to that Elton John one, but but for Hulk Hogan, would you would you like to see Terry turn into Hulk, or would you like it just to start off with Hulk being Hulk? Nah, I'd like to know because they're going to try to milk this shit. It's Hollywood, bro. If this does success. Brother, it's Hollywood, brother. It's going to be like, sequel, brother. (laughs) Hollywood Hulk Hogan. And they'll be like, listen here, all you Hulkamaniacs. Come Sunday at WrestleMania. (laughs) (laughs) Listen here, Bean Gene. Oh, my God. I... I hope he has a good Hulk voice. That's all I'm hoping that's, for. That's all you yeah. want. What about that's you, Chip? What do you think about like the whole thing? Do you want it to be a Terry to Hulk, or do you just want it to kind of be a fun action wrestling movie? You know, that's loosely based on Hulk. Uh, I don't know. It's it's there's a few different directions you could go with it. Like they could make it like more about like the 
shit that wrestlers have to go through behind the scenes that you don't really see, like where they're all on HGH constantly sure. and like always juiced up or, uh, it could be like, because he's an executive producer, it might be like a glory pick, like him starting off and then him like hitting his peak and then end the movie before he like loses his career and shit. <laughs> or they could go through like the before entire the thing. Yeah. Before 2011 when he gets busted. Yeah. For... <laughs> yeah. Dude, they completely wrote him out of like everything. He's not even on the website anymore. Oh, like no. crazy. I really doubt he's going to go that far. It's probably just going to be right? up to his retirement days. I'd say, yeah. I'd say, yeah, where he gets to like, Late 80s, or, early 90s. What was what was one of Hulk's like biggest wins in WWE or NWO? WrestleMania when he body slammed Andre the Giant and ripped his all of his muscles on his arm. So you, yeah, so they might good. they might end the movie on that. You know yeah, what I mean? Like maybe. after he wins that yeah. round, Chip, you're breathing into I your don't mic. Know. I don't know. Oh, let me just bad. let me just get you to not. Yeah, yeah, cool. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but but they could end it on that like like a Rocky movie, you know what I mean? Like, where he's they... hoping that he's gonna hit like seven other Rocky movies. He's like, well, then I'm gonna have the fucked up shit with my kids and my wife. And <laughs> I'm gonna try to milk this thing. Sylvester <laughs> Stallone could barely talk, but he made like nine movies. <laughs> yeah, of Rocky. I, <laughs> I just think I think this is the new trend. I feel like I feel like after the Mr. Rogers movies that came out. I you, still have yet to see. You had the one, one uh, "Will You Be My Neighbor," and then you have the next one coming out with Tom, with Hanks. Tom Hanks. But Tom Hanks is the shit, right? So He's I'm everybody's sure, favorite actor. I'm sure that much. one's gonna be amazing. But then you just had Bohemian Rhapsody come out. You got Rocket Man now, coming out. With Bohemian Rhapsody, you have to understand. Spoiler: He dies. I get that. I get that. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. We're that's what I'm saying. He dies in the end, and probably. that's what I'm saying. Like, I haven't seen it. I feel like this is. A I'm new making thing. a bold, like, <laughs> bold prediction. God, I feel like this is a new, like they'll do the same thing with a Michael Jackson movie. You know, I don't know, man. Probably not make. They're probably gonna hold off on that biopic after that explosive Finding Neverland. Or whatever. Oh, I didn't watch out. that. Yeah, that, yeah. That's the biopic that's for him is the Finding Neverland. Well, the one where it's, it's just, up. dude. I don't even know if he's gonna, his legacy is going to make it through that. No, probably not. I don't know, man. It's but it's Michael I Jackson. Mean, it's more intertwined with culture. And what do you think? We got we got to have a Robin Williams biopic coming out soon, well, right? They had the they had the documentary that was really good on HBO, right? But but with these this new trend of like the rise to fame with these people, these celebrities yeah. and stuff, like we got to have that soon. That right? would be cool. But we're too busy replacing him with Will Smith. <laughs> but I didn't oh think Will God. Smith added in him to have a a man bun. <laughs> but He'd be painted blue. And he's painted blue. So anything's possible in this world, you know? But anyways, yeah, I could see the biopics. Um I don't know. Who who are you thinking would be your favorite come just to make one? I don't know, man. Like I think I think Robin Williams would be a good one. That w- yeah. uh, I think Carrie Fisher would be a really cool biopic. Um, you start off at like the end of Return of the Jedi when it's like after all of that fame is gone, and like show her fucking. Or she's just like I just blast rails, <laughs> <laughs> just get faded. She was a 
bad, bad bitch. Like, she, <laughs> yeah. was she was awesome. Though. And then she was always upfront about how she's depressed and shit. She's like, well, well I'm that's... fucking depressed, so I'm just going to go get fucked up. But you there know? Could, th- there's a cool that's... story in that, too, because she also helped with a lot of other movies yeah. and like writers and yeah. stuff like that where, I mean, she has a lot of credits and things that she, you didn't that's know she had credits <laughs> in, you know. So I think I think a Carrie Fisher, and not just because I'm a Star Wars fan and Carrie yeah. Fisher was my first love, but like, oh yeah, I think just in general that would be a fun story. That would be a pretty crazy movie. Yeah. What would you do, Chip, if you had to d- if you had to pick your own biopic? Uh, I don't know. He's like me. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Honestly, like, I don't know. It's a tough one. I, know. I really don't know. What yeah. about like music? Is there any sort of like band that you would love to see the rise and or fall of? <laughs> know, fucking Guns N' Roses, dude. Um, I know Josh's <laughs> favorite is going to be Nickelback. The rise <laughs> yeah. and then when yeah. the rest of the world start hating them. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Moment. I'm satisfied with all the biopics that okay. I got right now. Did you have one of them? Like, I, yeah. I would say, I don't know. Just favorite bands perspective, I'd say Radiohead, because yeah. they've always been pretty good. Nobody's died from that band. Yet, I know, though. but <laughs> they're awesome. But I'm just saying, like, but a, like tragic. Stuff. Not saying that like that should be the reason why we make a. Or like a tragic one would be like Avicii, that'd be crazy. Yeah, yeah, I guess it'd be. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, your appendix just exploded. Well, I'm gonna go play. Th- you're gonna have to go play the show now. Should have one about Britney Spears. Yeah. Just end it with her shaving her head. Dude, that'd be awesome. <laughs> what, a lo- what a low note to end that shit <laughs> Right? I guess it provides Man. hope, though. If Brittany can get through 2006, you can get through anything. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, that's the, kind of shit, that's the kind of shit you'd have to do, though, with those. You have to find those like dark stories. There's going to be something in the Hulk movie that's going to be dark and depressing. Just like Rocket oh, there's, Man, there's gonna be something dark and depressing in that too. Yeah, there's like there's a lot of bad shit like that you could say about Hulk. Like for sure, he like owes his wife a shitload of money over like their sex tape that he like released and made money on, and oh, she yeah. didn't get any money. Like that's right. They're divorced now, but like I don't know. There's, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of like bad stuff that you could say about Hulk. He's not very clean. I just, nah. don't, I, just but I, I was know. surprised that they were gonna make a biopic of him. Honestly, I was like, oh. Okay. Well, it's because Hulk needs money. So yeah. Hulk's like, yeah, you <laughs> can make a like, story about me. a movie, brother. That's what it's going to be called. Listen here, brother. <laughs> the Hulk Hogan biopic story. Oh, my God. Um, Oh, shit. What is that happening over here? Oh, quick no. Quick twist. Quick twist is a nitpick shit fit of a topic we can cover quick. One topic per host, be it praise or roast. Send any topic suggestions to our Facebook page. And now for this week's quick twist. All right, yeah, that that cue right there, that bumper means that it is time for our quick twists of the week, um, where we talk about either the good things that we enjoyed this last week or the shitty things that you should never look at. Um, I will start things off. We are going to talk about, or I'm going to talk about this little movie. It's uh, it's called Hereditary. Have you ever heard of it? I've heard yep. the name, but I haven't, I haven't seen it. I am not much, and I'll I'll do a double whammy here because I I it's, I watched two horror movies in the last week, and this one, um, it was 
came out last year. Uh, it's it doesn't have really an all star cast or anything like that. It's a pretty pretty uh, low kind of movie. That you know it's. But the good thing is it's 89% on Rotten Tomatoes, um, 7.3 on IMDb. It was up for some awards this last year. Um, it's it's just a it's a nice horror movie, like a spiritual horror movie. You know what I mean? So it's gonna be like one of those. It's like a. It's so fucking like weird because it's not it's not what or? you think it is. Like you go into it. And you're and you're watching it for the first like twenty minutes and you're like, oh shit, this is gonna be just like a, a fun little ghost movie. It's gonna oh, be creepy and blah blah yeah. blah. But then like some crazy People shit happens. People are getting sliced in half. And it, dying. I mean, kinda. Okay, I'll have to check it out. Um, but yeah, it's it's a, I can see why it was up for some awards because it, it it definitely for the first hour and a half of the movie it just fucks with your head because you cannot figure out what's going on. Like we had to watch it. Kylie watched it twice. I watched it once and then went and like did a deep dive into the movie and found out what it was about. I don't want to give any spoilers away for people that maybe haven't seen it yet. Um, But yeah, it's just, it it goes in a direction that you really don't think it's going to go in. And I like that about this kind of, especially the horror genre nowadays. It's so trite. Like you get, most horror movies are the same fucking thing. Like half the time when I'm watching them with Kylie, I can predict what's going to happen in these movies. You know, it's, there's or no surprises in it anymore. Or you can't predict it, and it's just so awful, like pretty oh much half God. of M. Night Shyamalan's movies. Yeah, or like most Netflix horror movies that have come out in the last year and a half are just garbage. I, I haven't watched most of them. I don't even... Yeah, I've, I've blocked them out of my mind, so I don't remember any of them. But Hereditary, like I said, it was up for some awards, um, or Academy Awards, I guess, or whatever those are, for like best horror picture and uh, nice. some other stuff. So... Definitely check that. Check it out if you if you like those kind of movies. Um, and to top that off, the other horror movie I watched was Halloween. Yeah. Did you guys see the new Halloween? I thought it was pretty good. It was definitely different. Like you had to throw out all the rest of the sequels. Um, but I don't know. I th- I thought it was entertaining. Did you see it, Chip? The new Halloween. I have not caught it yet. No. And no. I won't. I won't spoil too much. But, but yes. It it is uh, just it, a it's a direct uh, sequel <laughs> from the original Halloween. Yeah. Which is weird because they're both called Halloween, so I don't I don't understand. But like, oh yeah. But it is just it's a direct sequel, and it's it really brings back that fucking uh, slice them up just slasher flick genre. You know, it just it, it really goes back to that. Danny McBride was a writer in it. Yeah, um, it's basically the people behind uh, like Vice Principals yep. and Eastbound and Down. Yeah. And it was it was crazy to see how like how good that movie was with those writers because they're they're more comedy writers right and they come out with this horror movie that had a little bit of comedy in it but for the most part was just straight fucking slasher horror yeah I, I wasn't sure what to really think going in because I was like man there's some of the good Halloween movies and there's some like what what are we doing? Here? I did like how like, they I like how they disregarded all the other, especially the Rob Zombie movies. I thought those ones are <laughs> like the first one was really good, second yeah. one was decent. They're fine. I I I just there was like a throwaway line in this Halloween movie where it was like, you know, I heard rumors that he was he was such and such's brother and that he killed someone when he was really young and blah blah blah. And they're like, no, that's all bullshit. That's not true. And it's just like throwaway lines to dismiss any other Halloween movie, and it's it's really clever how they did it. Um, and Jamie Lee Curtis was 
awesome as always in this yeah. movie. She was a fantastic. She wasn't like a damsel in distress or anything. She was just like, seemed like she was all about it. <laughs> I just got some guns. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, that's another one uh, that I would definitely check out. Um, Evan, what's your quick twist of the week? My quick twist of the week is True Detective. If you haven't seen it already, highly recommend it. It's on True Detective. It's the it's on HBO, right? HBO. Yep. So the cool thing about it is it, each season's different. Uh, it's like a mini series each week or like each season. So you have all these famous people. Like the first season, it was Matthew McConaughey and uh, Woody Harrelson. Um, but yeah, it's just different each season. But it's basically going and like it's like murder mystery and all that. But it's been pretty solid. I didn't think how Steven many how many episodes a season. Uh, only eight, so they're each okay. an hour long. So it's pretty quick, though. Like the there's <laughs> yeah. a mystery through the whole season, and the end it wraps up the whole story. Yeah, so they're on season three. I've caught all of season one. I just finished that one up. Haven't watched season two. The people were eh, they were like on that one, but season three is pretty good. It has that guy from was it Green Book? He's in a bunch of other stuff, but yeah, he's the true detective. And then they have Stephen Dorff. I didn't oh, think that nice. he had like anything, Dwarf. anything in him to <laughs> be a good actor. Ever, ever since Blade, and then he made the E Sig commercial. But dude, he he crushes it in the show. I'm like, man, nice. But yeah, it's a good murder mystery. It's kind of similar to uh, where it's always just so brutal. It's kind of like a Gillian Flynn book or like something like that. Okay, like Gone Girl or. So, so would you say check out the first and last season and not yeah. and just m- I skip seen, the second one? I haven't seen the second season. It has uh, Colin Farrell and Vince Vaughn as the detectives. Oh, interesting. I, I would feel like that's a, that would be a good season. Those actors are pretty yeah. legit. Well, I haven't seen it yet, but the other two, it's it just keeps you on the edge of your seat the whole time, and it's always so brutal. But it's well-written, too. So I'd Okay. Um. Word. True Detective, HBO. I'm going to, when I get HBO Go for Game of Thrones next month, I will definitely catch up on that show. Yeah, and kick me your password, too. Oh, yeah, I could probably do that for sure. <laughs> um, Chip, what is, uh, what's what's your quick, do you have any quick twists this week? Uh, I know I'm kind of like know, I would say. Here, but. No, no, it's cool. I would say uh, Umbrella Academy. I haven't oh, actually okay. started okay. it, but uh, it's definitely on Netflix. It was written by Gerard Way of uh, My Chemical Romance fame. Yep, yep. And while that's like not a huge draw for me, you know, it's you know, it's good to see musicians writing comics like Bemis and him. Yeah, Bemis had so the. Cool. Didn't he do a Batman or was it X Men? Uh, he did Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Yeah, okay. dude, who actually has like mental illness problems yeah, yeah. and like so that's right. Pretty cool. He's done a, he's done a couple books, but like I feel like that was the most recent. I yeah. might be wrong. Um, Gerard Way. The cool thing about Umbrella Academy is that Gerard Way started that whole comic series. Like he he wrote that comic series, like made it all up. Yeah. And then Netflix yeah. picked it up for a series, and so he's able to help write with it and stuff. Um, yeah, I I watched the first episode. It it's really really fucking cool yeah um i haven't seen it yet i've been meaning to get to it i haven't had a lot of time um and i I caught that first episode uh it's is it like half an hour or an hour long they're about an hour okay yeah um and it's like (sighs) the first episode is you know it starts out it shows that 48 children were born at the exact same time under extreme circumstances to random women throughout the world 
and this professor had gathered a few of them up and created this academy because he found out that they all had like special gifts and so he made this academy and then um in their teenage years they kind of fell apart and went their separate ways and then the guy that adopted them at the beginning um, passes and that's what brings them all back together is his funeral okay so then they come all they get all back together and then chaos ensues um but it it, it was super interesting and i i love that uh what, what's her name um ellen page girl yeah, ellen page yes thank yeah. you ellen page is in it <laughs> she's fantastic um and she's just just her as an actress already is is a draw for me because I, I love her acting style and stuff um i can't think of anybody else off the top of my head right now but yeah it it's definitely worth the worth the watch and any other any other review that i've seen or read about has uh, had nothing but good things to say about it so good good yeah um yeah let me see where are my notes here um okay uh evan evan yeah. you have another one another another quick twist what's your next i'm gonna finish so, on mine so what's your next quick twist so if in case you've been living under a rock lately and you live anywhere near or if you don't listen or or if you don't watch sports or right. pay attention to any sort of well, sports denver broncos they traded for joe flacco so thoughts on that <laughs> do you like it do you not I think it's clearly an upgrade over Case Keenum. I I don't know if it's going to be that much more, but <coughs> I just have one question: what? Are you wacko <laughs> for Flacco? I'm hoping he does well, man, because he can at least throw the ball downfield. He re- he's better than Trevor Simeon. He's better than Case Keenum. He's better than Paxton Lynch, Brock Osweiler. We'll see. He's at least one in the playoffs. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Oh, s- oh yeah. I so a little side note from that. I forgot to tell you, so it was crazy on Friday. <laughs> okay. O.J. Simpson was spotted at DIA Airport. And where do you think he went in Colorado? O.J.? Yeah. He went to he went to Vail. And my brother's friend has a picture of him <laughs> on Facebook of O.J. Simpson. The juice is loose <laughs> in Vail. <laughs> I'm like, and wow. this, this kid's- I thought he was up to go back to prison or something. No, he just got out of prison. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> okay. But the juice was loose. Did your brother get to meet him? No, my f- our friend- Oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's a picture that's so of him funny. chilling in Vail. I'm like, and a bunch of people under the picture are like, you know, he, OJ was the normal one. <laughs> oh my God. That's hilarious. But- yeah, I thought that that's would a, be a, that's a, a fun funny little, little thing. Chip, Chip doesn't really give two shits about the Broncos because he's a he's a Browns fan. He's got good old Baker Mayfield yeah, in I like his Baker. yard. Are you, are you are you excited about Baker? You, do you even watch football anymore, Chip? Do you watch football at all? <laughs> well, I mean, I was going to ask if, like, you thought your new quarterback was going to help you beat the Browns this year. I mean – uh, I mean, I don't know if we play the Browns this year. If we, we do, it'll be in the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and if, if we play the Browns in the playoffs, I think it all depends on home field. But uh, Flacco definitely has the edge over Mayfield, just him being there before. There, There is definitely a, a thing to being to the playoffs. So who did Flacco play for before? I don't even know him. The, the Ravens. Ravens. <laughs> who? <laughs> the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> you talked at the same time. I couldn't hear. Oh, the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, okay. 
The former Browns. Okay. Yeah, exactly. right. <laughs> I see. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about football. Okay. I just know the Browns are terrible until now. We're getting good again. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be good again. It's gonna happen. Hey, man, we we had it. We had a good season last year. Did you see that? We yeah, won we more than six, two games. Got six wins. It's crazy. <laughs> and hey. a tie and a tie. That's nuts. With six wins. It usually takes us three or four years to get six wins. Okay, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> no, I get it. Um, well, and you just you live in Nebraska, so there's not really other than the Cornhuskers, you don't really have access to those football games or anything. So yeah, no, not at all. Um, I mean, as far as Flacco goes, it it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting to see what we're gonna do. I am curious to see if they pick up a quarterback in the draft. Um, I'm saying no first round quarterback. Not a first round, but they could try and get a. I'd, I'd be okay round with maybe like a Will Greer or like a, what's that one guy from NC State? He'll probably go in like the fourth or oh, fifth I round. I don't know anything about college. Um, all I know about right, all I know about now, as far as Denver sports goes, is that the Nuggets are killing it. Yes, and that's all I care about. The Abs the last few games have been blowing people out, though. I know what the like fuck? seven to one, five seven to one, one, and then five to one, and today they won five to nothing. Well, they need. I don't understand. The Avalanche have just been like, they were on such a downside and they couldn't score or do anything, and now, right before the playoffs, they're like, oh, I guess we should play again. <laughs> <laughs> right. Whatever, fucking Denver sports. That's how it goes. <laughs> right. Um, we'll just we'll end it on that because <laughs> I feel like we could go off for hours about, especially the Broncos and how. Yeah. We'll just have to make that a whole. As people that don't, show. <laughs> yeah, as people that don't play the sport, I never really yeah. played football. I just watch it, and like I still can see that the Broncos are just not going in the right direction. It's just not good. It just sucks because. So many broken-hearted people in Colorado. Yeah, we won a Super Bowl a few years ago, though. So, like, I mean, I can't be too mad. We we need another, but we need another quarterback to come through that door. I'm just saying, we got lucky. Spoiled with John Elway and Peyton Manning. Spoiled. Yeah, well, I mean, it's <laughs> like probably not going to happen. So, of all time. we're gonna. <sighs> I think. Man, you want to take a break real quick? We'll take a quick Let's break. take a break and listen to uh, – I got a band. They're going to come on the show in a couple weeks. They're called Younger Than Neil. They sent me They sent me a pre, pre-release copy of their new album. So oh, dang. I get to pick a song off of their album and play it. And I'm going to do that during this break. Um, and then when we get back, we're going to have a full Marvel Cinematic Universe breakdown here with chip the marvel guru yeah the, the one that i the, the only okay. marvel guru that <laughs> i know um and I'm, I'm super excited to like talk about your opinions on some of the movies that have come out some of the movies that are coming out some of the tv shows stuff like that so um we'll take a quick break this band's gonna play it's called younger than neil i don't know the song yet but i'll know you'll know later because it'll be in the notes with a twist on podcast.
Welcome back to the Twist Modern Podcast. That band you just heard was called Younger Than Neil. Um, they're going to be on the show here in a few weeks talking about their new album release. Oh my God, what's going on over there? <laughs> Hello? Huh? Hello? Are we good? Hello? There was a lot of movement. We're good now. I think, yeah, now we're good. Here we go again. Uh, welcome back to the Twist My Arm Podcast. Uh, that band you just heard was called Younger Than Neil. They're going to be on the show here in the next couple months. Uh, a couple weeks, I guess I should say. Um, yeah, good times. I'm Josh again, your host. I'm joined by my good friend and guest, Chip. Um, the co-host, Evan. Uh, his dog had a little accident, so he had to take off. Um <laughs> But thanks, Evan, for being on the show. He's always, he'll be here next time we record. When, next time we do a live show, we'll, we'll have him on there. Um, I did have one more quick twist that I, wanted to, that I wanted to talk about, um, just real briefly. I bought Final Fantasy IX for the Switch, the remake. Oh. 
Did you ever play nine? Did you ever play Final Fantasy nine? I did not actually. It just I like the game. It's cool. It's don't get me wrong. It's a really fun game, but it really reminds me of why I hate RPG games. Just yeah. the fucking grind in those games is so ridiculous. And like it's Run cool. Back and forth, and get a random enemy spawn, so you can level up like. A... Exactly, and I mean it's fine. Like especially when I'm super baked and like just wanna chill for a minute and play a mindless game. Like that's totally cool. But I still I like my I like my more linear, just like straightforward, forty hours of gameplay kind of game. You know, and I've already put twenty hours into this game, and I'm not even a quarter of the way through it yet because of having to level up and farm and grind and stuff. Yeah. And again, it's a fun game. It's great. Um, I'll get Final Fantasy VII when it comes out, and I'll play through that one too. But I just, uh, just you know, it's not my forte. <laughs> not your math forte. No. Um, and this is only the second Final Fantasy game I've ever played. I had Final Fantasy XV for PS4, and that game was a lot of fun. It wasn't that like turn-based style, stop-and-go uh, fighting RPG. It was more of the, you know, you're running around an open world and you run into an enemy and you fight him. It, it was it was a lot quicker in that aspect, and I, I liked 15 for that. Um, but I, I still, you know, I still like the classics and stuff, and it's it's been a lot of fun playing through this one. So, yeah, uh, that's all I wanted to say about that. It's, it's really cheap on Switch. I think it's like 20 bucks for... Probably all the systems, honestly. PS4, Switch, and Xbox. So maybe not Xbox. Probably not Xbox. But pick it up if you're bored. <laughs> Otherwise, let's move on to some Marvel Cinematic Universe talk. Um, Chip is, I don't know, he's like kind of my go-to when it comes to Marvel comics. He's, he's very knowledgeable when it comes to those. And so I want to just have have you on and uh talk about the movies and have a have a deeper dive into that sort of thing so um let's just start like how were you i don't know if we talked about this before but how were you introduced to comics like how did you get what was your first introduction to the comic world uh, i don't really like i don't really remember honestly like i feel like the first time was really like when we moved into my house on Ninth Street, and I was like super young. Somebody had left a couple comics behind when they moved out, and so like I got those. There's like a super old Batman and like a Punisher. Oh, nice! But, um, that's a that's yeah. a really fun way to get like your first comics, right? Um, and then I don't know. We had the comic shop that I like lived at basically all through high school oh yeah really well, well, oh my god what was that called it was dfg dfg that's right <laughs> that place was cool um did you did you spend a lot of time reading comics there like did you get comics because i know you guys played a lot of D and that sort yeah, of thing we did, but. yeah we did a lot of gaming and then like i had subscriptions to a lot of like comics so every month when the new ones would come out i got to go in and grab my stack oh nice that's cool that's probably a, a pretty good way to get your get your fill how much was that pretty cheap i would assume right it's like three bucks an issue usually like 2.99 oh, that's not back bad. in the day i'm not sure about now because i do all digital now but okay okay do you, what app do you have 
I do Marvel Unlimited, actually. How is that? Um, I've heard of that app, and I've been meaning to kind of check it out, but I've never really looked at it. How much is it a month? Uh, if you do it monthly, it's 10 bucks a month. Uh, you can do a yearly subscription for 70 bucks, That's or you bad. can do yeah, or you can do a yearly subscription plus for uh, 99 bucks, and like the plus is an exclusive Marvel Legends figure, which you can resell for 70 bucks. Oh nice! Uh, and then like a couple other, uh, <laughs> a couple other extra like collectibles. Which package do you have? Did you get the 99 dollar one? Uh, no, actually, I, uh, last year when Black Panther released, they gave you a year subscription for half price, but it wasn't the plus. Oh, okay. Opted to go that direction. Sure, sure. I'll probably do the plus this year. The exclusive thing is, uh, Venom Punisher. Oh, that's cool. That's way cool. That storyline was fun, too, uh, when Mm -hmm. Venom took over, when the symbiote took over Punisher. Yeah. That was, that shit was brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, well, nice. I uh, my my first introduction to like the comic world and comics in general was Super Nintendo, playing uh, the X Men game on there, and that's kind of what got me into it. And then you know I started watching the TV show, and then I started going to this comic book shop uh, in Loveland called Grand Slam Sports Cards and Comics or something like that. Um, and I'd go check out the things they had there. But, I mean, in all honesty, when I was younger, I was I was much more into Star Wars and, you know, like the, the Nintendo games and stuff like that. So I didn't really get too crazy into the comics or, like, reading those stories until probably my mid-20s. So Yeah, me too. I didn't really, uh, I don't know. It wasn't until, like, I was in high school that I really started, like, reading them. Sure. And even then, it was, like, only a select few. It's really just kind of been the last, like, five years or so that I've been, like, aggressively reading <laughs> yeah. as much as I can. Yeah. Who's your favorite comic book character? I know, uh, that's, a, I know that's a tough question. Nova, really? Nova, all day. Richard Ryder. Wow. Okay. Why? Why Why is Nova? That's such a random character, oh, I feel like. I know, right? He's, uh, he's just so cool. He, uh, <laughs> I don't know. He started off in, like, the, the New Warriors back in the 80s. Uh, okay. Eighties, but yeah. Uh, and he's from what Nova Prime, right, or whatever. No, he's uh he's from Earth. Uh, what? Like he, what's yeah, his no, What's his fucking background? Uh, he's from Earth. He's like a Midwest boy. <laughs> okay, hold up. I have this. I have this sweet the... book. This year by year visual history. I'm gonna go see if I can find him and see if there's like a a background on him. But but go on. He's yeah. he's from Earth and. And then basically he like inherits the uh, Nova Force from this like dying dude. And what's the Nova Force like? What does that come from? Uh, okay. Oh gosh. Well, basically, like on uh, on the Nova planet, there's like this uh, super intelligent AI, uh, and it basically controls this cosmic force called the Nova Force and it like distributes it amongst all the Novas. And the Novas are like space police. Okay. And so like depending on what situation they're dealing with determines like how much of the Nova Force they get. Okay. They can like fly and shoot energy beams and stuff like that. Wasn't and, uh, wasn't Peter Quill part of the Nova Force too? No, wasn't he like a space like, cop talk- or some shit? 
No, they like they deal with them in the movie a little bit, but uh, not like the same. All right. So yeah, here so the new Warriors debut. This comes from I got the sick book, uh, the year by year visual history of Marvel, and the new Warriors debut was in the Mighty Thor number four eleven. Wow. Um, it came out nineteen eighty nine. Tom DeFalco had intended to launch a team of teenage superheroes in 1990, but an opportunity came came along in 89. All he had to do was come up with a team. He made a list of every teenage superhero in the Marvel Universe he learned, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the New Warriors consisted of the cosmic adventurer Nova, Angelica Jones, Firestar, Speedball, uh, Marvel Boy, and Night Thrasher. Damn. Oh, yeah, Night Thrasher is awesome. I've only heard of... Uh, Firestar and Nova out of that whole thing, and oh, I guess and Angelica Jones was Nova, is what it says. Um, well, maybe the original. That's crazy. Yeah, no, Richard Ryder is the man. Right now, the current Nova is Sam Alexander, the Spanish kid. Okay, but I don't know. It's weird because like that's just the current Nova that they have a comic for. Right. Like Right. Um, but, like, there was a storyline where, like, the Nova planet got, like, wiped out, and Richard Ryder was the last one standing, and he basically took that super intelligent computer, like, into his own dome and had, like, 100% of the Nova Force. And it was, like, slowly <laughs> driving him crazy, and he was, like, Nova Prime and had to, like, restart the entire planet, basically. Wow, that's crazy. And, you know, there's supposedly they're going to be making a Nova movie here soon. Yeah, fingers crossed. Would you? Yeah, the, I mean, since they are in the cosmic part of that, you would think they would do it. Oh yeah. What's this? I one? I mean, it'd be really cool to do like the annihilation event. What was the annihilation event? It's um, uh, it's basically like this villain called Annihilus. Okay. He, uh, has like a swarm, like a like galaxy sized swarm of like insect ships basically. Interesting. So like, like the in so like the Guardians uh <sighs> Guardians two, the fucking at the very beginning they like fought those they stole the batteries and that planet had all those tiny little ships that chased after them. Kinda like Kinda like that but more like bit. uh more like alternate dimension alien type thing. <laughs> okay. So not uh, even like that at all. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's just like a mindless swarm, basically. Sure. Like, eats through the annihilation wave is what they call it. It's just like a huge swarm of like basically alien insects that just like swoops out and starts eating everything. Uh, Interesting. And they have to like fight back against it. Like, yeah, pretty dope. Huh. Uh, I'm just they, uh, I'm I'm looking at this. So it looks like. The first New Warriors only lasted 11 issues. Mm. And then um, 10 years later, in 1999, they came out with the newer Warriors <laughs> that had Speedball, Nova, and N- N- Nemorita? Nemorita? Yeah. But yeah. Huh, that's really cool. I, I, I like that it's that you're not just like, you know, oh, Wolverine's my favorite fucking <laughs> Wolverine. No way. Uh, there's a there's a storyline where uh, Nova and Peter Quill basically sacrifice their lives to like keep Thanos locked down for like 
three minutes. Like, they have to huh. like, keep him from being able to teleport out of this place for three minutes. And it's, like, the longest three minutes in history. Like, they all have this, uh, nobody can die where they're at, so they just keep, like, literally just killing each other, instant respawn, killing each other, instant respawn. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, really cool issue. That's way cool. And that so that one's, is that a New Warriors issue, or is it a Nova comic? I think it's Nova. It's okay. Like, Nova number, like, six from the Annihilation event. Okay. God, how cool would that be if they did that sort of event with... Because, I mean... God, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. But, like... And we'll come back to that. Because just with Thanos, like, there's there's some things that might happen with Thanos. But... <clears throat> Sorry, I'm a... I'm also battling a little bit of a throat cold right now. So my voice is a little weird, and I've been coughing a little bit for this show. So I apologize. Um, what's, uh... What's your... Is your favorite storyline the Annihilation storyline? Uh... Or would there yeah, be something different? Probably. I think, okay. like, the entire Annihilation storyline, it's, like, three parts. There's, like, Annihilation. Um, oh, gosh. The, the normal Annihilation, Annihilation, like, second round. And then there's uh, the War of Kings. Uh, so, like, that three-part, like, event. It's a big cosmic event that goes on during, like, the Civil War. Honestly. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I'm not even going to, I've read, like, brief comics out of some storylines, you know, and honestly, any, I like more, Batman is my favorite comic book superhero, like, Batman is hands down the best, I feel like, um, I don't care how cliche that is, <laughs> but I, I loved the, the Dark Knight series, or the Dark Knight Returns series. I thought that, that shit was just so fucking cool. That and The Killing Joke are two of my favorite um, ever. <laughs> and I know that, again, that that's super cliche just because of how popular that shit has gotten. But, I mean, it, reading those comics years ago was just mind-blowing to me. And I thought it was interesting. <laughs> super cool. Yeah. So, um, But... DC, that's that's a that's a talk for later on in the show. Let's uh, let's go a little bit into into the MCU. Like, um, what? Uh, well, I wanted to talk a little bit about like past, present, and future MCU. Just like how we feel about each different category. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's been what 19, 20 movies that have come out, yeah, and numerous. Numerous TV shows that are all intertwined and connected and stuff. Um, what would you say is your favorite movie from from the the first three phases of of the MCU? Uh, yeah, I would have to say Ragnarok. Ragnarok. You were just too funny. <laughs> is it is it because of the comedy aspect? It is. It really is. Like all the actors on there really funny and really on point like the director did a really good job with it the visual effects are awesome like really good look yeah for sure i love taika waititi yeah. um fucking korg i <laughs> i didn't even realize he played korg until like months after i'd watched that movie yeah so funny um and yeah. i i want to see more of him for sure he's dead <laughs> that's him back on the bridge yeah piss off ghost <laughs> fucking love it um i i think thor is my favorite out of the thor movies for sure but uh as as far as like favorite 
phase phase one through three movies, I would say it's Avengers, like the first Avengers. Um, just because like Iron Man was awesome. Uh, Iron Man two was cool. The first I really liked the first Thor, and I really liked the first Captain America. And me and uh, the old co-host Jesse used to always like. We would just always be talking about, oh, what would happen if the Avengers actually came along? Like, what would that be like? You know, what are the villains going to be like? How cool would it be if Thanos came in eventually? Like, how would they do that? And and then to have them release, it was 2012 that Avengers came out. And yeah. just seeing that culmination of just those first five movies was really cool. And I guess, I guess it would have been seven movies because you had the first two Hulks as well that counted towards that. Um but just just that that first Avengers and that whole team up with everyone was just so fucking cool to me. Just to you know see see characters that I'd watched on TV or or brief stories that I've read or or video games that I've played to see them on the big screen and just Joss Whedon did such a good job with his storytelling in that movie as well. Um, yeah. I, that's I still go back and watch that movie today. You know, <laughs> I think it's fucking great. Um, but that's cool. I Ragnarok, I I would say was is a close second for sure. Ragnarok and then uh Guardians of the Galaxy. I would say are are definitely up there. Um what who who is going to be who would be your favorite character out of all of the all of the movies in the first 3 phases? Uh, gosh. I know it's a tough one. Probably. Probably Star Lord, really. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I mine is totally Rocket. So two Guardians. <laughs> I think that's great. Rocket. Yep, he's pretty awesome. Rocket uh, is yeah. the best. <laughs> Drax. Drax has so many funny, like he's <laughs> hilarious. Like yeah. you, would, I don't know. Batista does such a good job delivering those like deadpan jokes. <laughs> yeah. It was like super serious. Uh, you know. Those things, those kind of jokes that go over his head, nothing goes over my head. Like, yeah, that's just just perfect. Um, and yeah, I loved I loved Rocket and Thor in Avengers. Their dynamic was so cool. Yeah, and I I'm super excited to see Rocket talk to Black Widow. Like, what the fuck is Black Widow gonna say to Rocket Raccoon? You know, like, uh, or even Hulk. What is Hulk gonna say to Rocket? You know, I I just. Yeah, <laughs> I love that that the uh, different different dynamics between all those different characters in in this whole storyline is just so cool. Um, what would you say? What what who like what character would you want to be better? Like like let's say there was a character that you were really excited to see, but then you were kind of disappointed when they came out. Probably Zemo. Oh, okay. You're going villain with that. Okay. Yep, Zemo. I feel like they did a pretty good job with the Avengers. The ones that are useful are useful. The ones that are useless are useless. But, you know. <laughs> you kind of know which one's which, yeah. 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 I, I feel like they did give Zemo a bit of a disservice. They, like, he, he was a man with a plan, and they did that correctly, but like I don't know. He didn't die though, so he could definitely sure. come back later he's on. Supposed to, yeah, he's supposed to make the thunderbolts. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Interesting. That'd be cool. Um, 
What about uh, movies? Like, what movie were you excited for that you think could have been a little bit better? Uh, gosh. Uh, hmm. um, <laughs> I know. Probably, it's hard. Probably Avengers. That movie sucked. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I think... Uh, I think they've all been pretty good lately. I feel like, honestly, Black Panther was really no- well made, but I was really like underwhelmed by the final fight scene. Like, oh yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I mean, like they they did a lot with like the big fight on like the on the plane, but like the actual Black Panther Golden Jaguar, like yeah, like, subpar with the train and stuff. Yeah, it was yeah, it was a little weak. Um, yeah, I think Age of Ultron was my like oh come on guys you could have done a little bit better <laughs> yeah not yeah honestly like the phase two i was i was starting to lose interest during phase two yeah i'd like, agree with like, that thor dark world was lame like, Ugh, yeah it was rough kind of lame like i was i don't know i was kind of like eh, i don't know and then guardians came out and i was like okay i'm back right okay. and i think they i think they really i think joss whedon leaving uh really did a did them a favor um because he had most control over the first two phases and i feel like his his ideas were just getting a little stale and so with kevin feige coming in and hiring these directors like james gunn and taiki watiti and you know the um who did some the the person that did ant-man and the wasp i can't remember who directed that one but they did a fantastic job and the Russo brothers taking over, you know, Civil oh, War yeah. and Infinity War. And I mean, the directors that Feige has picked out since Joss Whedon has seriously made this like the phenomenon that it is. Joss Whedon did a great job starting it, but I feel like this li- this later phase here has really solidified its yeah. its worth in the cinematic universe. You know, um, uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm excited. I I I still love talking about all these movies and like, there we don't know a lot right now, which I I love that. I love that they've kept so much, um, close and kept it so under wraps, that we don't really know shit that's going on, except oh, for uh, Spider Man. They kind of ruined that, but yeah. Well, they uh, they actually just released uh, Hasbro Taiwan just released a picture of a toy that's like pretty decent spoiler what uh spoiler alert if you don't want to hear the spoiler alert then uh skip ahead about three minutes but what i i think i remember seeing that what was the toy exactly it's uh one of the new marvel legends figs for uh in for endgame and it's uh black widow and hawkeye and they're both wearing the exact same like that white uniform that we've seen images of uh, you know that like white costume that the Hulk wears. Yeah, yeah. Like, the we've seen pictures of it. Yeah. Uh, so like it comes with Black Widow and Hawkeye. So there's a female body and a male body, but then it comes with three additional heads: Nebula, Iron Man, and Ant Man. So not only does that show that Hasbro is just getting lazy and they're just like, here, here's two random bodies, that's the exact <laughs> same, and some extra heads for them, so you make whatever character you want. <laughs> that is like, super lame. Damn, Hasbro, that lazy. Oh, and wow. Also, it tells us that all five of those characters are going to wear that suit and be in the quantum realm. So, or and or just be in the same area together. Yeah. Um, obviously, the quantum realm is going to have a huge 
part in this movie, but I mean the the mystery right now for for people that are not as like involved is oh my god, what's going to happen with Nebula and Tony Stark? How are they going to get back? But for those that are initiated, um we've seen pictures of Nebula and Tony Stark on Earth um like like filming photographs, people taking candid photographs of them on Earth and we've seen these images of them in the suits and stuff and and we've seen uh hulk aka professor hulk looking like you know like he does and and we're slowly piecing things together i feel like but let's get let's get into that into the in the future segment here let's talk about the present mcu um are you excited for captain marvel what do you think what do you what are you what are you thinking on that well, I mean, like, I don't know, 25% of me wants to see the movie and 75% of me wants to see how next year you're going to lose that eye. <laughs> I love it. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know we got to lose that eye in this movie, right? Of course. Oh, yeah, it's going to get fucked up. <laughs> um, My prediction, because of his line where he says, like, he doesn't trust metahumans because he lost his eye. Like, I'm betting that one of the shapeshifters is going to be, like, dressed up as Carol towards the end of the movie. Oh, and just poke and, his like, eye out. Just blam, blast him. Captain Nathano shows no mercy. It's true. Power bomb. <laughs> um, I, I agree with you on that, but I think my latter part of that is, like, I'm 25% excited for the movie just to see a new superhero and all that stuff. But the last part of me is the 75% is excited to see the the post credit scene and see how yeah. it ties into fucking Avengers. Yeah. That's the only part of the movie that's going to matter. Like in all honesty, okay. like in, and the scrolls, they may have a bigger part in infinity or in Endgame that, than we think, sure. um, them introducing the scrolls this late in the game might, you know, that might be their, their MacGuffin here that, that kind of bails them out in Endgame. So we'll see how it works out. I'm definitely, I'm stoked to see, a 90s movie, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Something set in the 90s with, with a fun superhero cast, and, and you know, it'll, it'll also be fun to see Nick Fury lose his eye. That'll be uh, pretty cool. Um, Aria, jeez. The the other thing I, I was thinking on my notes on here was, is this just another holdover until Endgame, like Ant-Man and the Wasp was? Yeah. Like, is it just kind of one of those... Like for me, I'm spending the twenty bucks to go see this movie just for the fucking last ten minutes of the movie. Like that's all I care about. Obviously, it's gonna be a fun movie, and I'm I'm probably gonna love it and and come out of it wanting to see it again. But my mind is so focused on Endgame that all I want to see is is any sort of story to that or any bits and pieces they can give give us for that. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. It should be, I don't know, it should be pretty good, but who now, knows how important it'll be as far as, like... Right. Like, I think the end of Ant-Man was, was probably going to be more important. Him being trapped in the quantum realm. Yeah. I think that Maybe has... That's, that. Yeah, that's a way bigger uh, plot, I guess, than probably anything they could put into this. Um, do you think Endgame will be the best movie of all time? <laughs> Uh, I think it's going to win the Academy Award. 
the best movie ever made. <laughs> I mean, nothing can really top Return of the Jedi for me, but I think I think Endgame will make a really close second. <laughs> I mean, it it's gonna be really good. I had my I had my doubts about like the massive cast going into Infinity War, but it dude, it worked. Dude, so, like, and the Russo know. brothers did such a good job juggling all those stories. Yeah, it worked. I mean, they um, they directed a lot of uh, Arrested Development. Did they like they? I don't know. They had a lot of practice with like ensemble cast. That's like, it shows. They that's handled a, it really well. You know, that's a really good point. I never really thought about that about how. With Arrested Development, there were so many different stories going on. Yeah. And the way that that all tied together was so brilliant. Yeah. Um, I God, that's a, that's a really good point because wh- who else would you want to direct a movie with a crazy ensemble cast than the guys... moving parts. Like, that was the crux of it. Like, yeah. you handle 50 fucking actors. And they, they gave them their audition with Civil War. For mm-hmm. sure. And so... And that that movie was fantastic. Yeah, um, I, I really liked it. Having and them having the task of introducing Spider-Man in a mm-hmm. in a fan servicey kind of way that's gonna bring people back to that character. I, I mean, they they fucking hit it out of the park. So soon after that other Spider-Man one too, like yeah, it just had that Andrew Garfield one. <laughs> yeah. And Marvel was like, hey, Sony, you want to make more money? (laughs) (laughs) Do it. Because, like, this Andrew guy, like, he's good and all. And your Sinister Six story could be good. But check this out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think think that was... Spider-Man's going to be good, too. Pretty excited for that one. Yeah, that was one of the best decisions that Sony has made as far as their movies go. I didn't see Venom yet. I don't think I will ever see Venom. You should. Is it is it good? It's worth a watch. I'm so worried because Venom was also one of my favorite stories back in the day. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, don't like, I don't know. It's not it's not a Spider-Man movie. I just gotta low expectations. Go into it with low expectations. Don't like. It's good. Like, it's a good movie. It's true to the character, but not true to his origin. So, like, take his origin story with, like, a grain of salt, but, like, okay. it's a good movie, pretty good action. Okay. I wasn't mad at it. All right, all right. I'll red box it then. I'll do that. Yeah. That'll work. Um, But, yeah, d- bringing Spider-Man in was, was so, so good. And and for the Avengers, like, you, I feel like they had to bring him in. They had to find a way to bring Spider-Man into this universe to make these stories work. Hey. I don't know. He's been like Marvel's. He's Marvel's Batman, basically. He's like their biggest cash cow. Oh, he's their poster child for sure. He's the one everybody knows about. Lately, Deadpool's been like coming up and up, like which is weird. Shitload of money. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Did you see? uh, That's cool. There's some news actually that came out that Disney announced that they will not stop making R-rated Deadpool movies. They're going to keep those going. So they're gonna they're gonna allow that series as long as it keeps making money, they can still keep making R rated movies. So, oh, that's so nice. <laughs> think of the jokes that Ryan Reynolds is gonna have now. Now that Disney yeah. bought Fox. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. God. That's gonna be good. X Force. X Force. <laughs> Absolutely. 
I just watched Deadpool 2 last night again. I fucking love that movie so much. It's, yeah, really strong. Good book. Yeah. Um, so... I don't know. Go on, go on. No, no, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, just finish up this present part here. And How do you think Phase 3 is going to end? End isn't uh, is Endgame the last movie in Phase Three? Yes. Uh, well, I don't know. Everybody dies. Everybody dies. Everybody <laughs> dies. <laughs> Got to kill. I mean, I don't know. Stark and Thor and Captain America will probably all die. Um, you think Tony Stark will die? Huh? You don't think he'll he'll keep going with with the movies, like making cameos and shit? I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know. I, th- I guess. But. I'm pretty sure I know for a fact that Captain America is going to die. Somehow yeah. he's going to sacrifice himself and die because just every sign points to that. Um, Chris Evans' contract. This is the last movie on his contract, for one. Um, and Sebastian Stan, the guy who plays Bucky Barnes, a.k.a. the Winter Soldier, is his contract lasts for another four or five movies. Yeah, so like he, I feel like he'll be the new Cap. Exactly, like be. like it's he's just just like in the comics, whatever story that was when Cap died and Bucky took over. Um, I don't I don't think they'll have uh Sam take over for him. I think Falcon will just stay Falcon, and that that di- that aspect like th- those two characters, Falcon and Bucky, will be a super fun duo to watch on screen. Just because they they hate each other, <laughs> um, but yeah, I I would think I don't know, man. There's so many different ways they could go with Endgame that it could end. I mean, any possible way. I mean, they could go back in time and change change the future to where when they come back, Bucky Barnes is just Captain America, and everyone thinks Steve Rogers is dead. Maybe like there's. There's so many ways they could do it. Um, I this Endgame is actually the last movie that Stan Lee makes a cameo in. Do yeah. You, do you think that's an omen? <laughs> that's the last good movie they'll make. Exactly. I don't know. Like it'll be the last good superhero movie that comes out. Cause look, man, we've had superhero movies since what 2008, 2006. Yeah. It's been a good long run. And I mean, uh, maybe I'm just sounding a little cynical and skeptical or something, but like, I I think it I think it could be an omen that Endgame will be like the last true amazing superhero movie, and that after this, people will just have some sort of superhero fatigue. Uh, possible. I mean, like we're getting it from a lot of different angles, a lot of different, like, a lot of different companies, a lot of different books. Yeah. Image Comics is doing a. Uh, Invincible animated series, which is going to be pretty awesome. Uh, that Umbrella cool. Academy, like oh, yeah. I don't know, Hellboy, the new Hellboy, like yeah, that's keep true. Doing more and more comics. That's true. Are you excited about the Fox deal? Um, we'll, which one? The the Disney buying Fox. We'll get into the. This is the future segment now. Basically, is 
Yeah. Are, are you excited for Disney to to take over those Fox characters? Yeah, that'll be pretty sweet. Um, yeah, it'll be pretty awesome. Like, I'm excited for the X Men to like be a legitimate franchise again. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think try and salvage it. I think fucking hard reboot that shit. Like, oh, I totally agree. Reboot. I think hard they reboot. should. I think they should cancel uh, Dark Phoenix. I don't think they should even release that well, shit. Fucking cancel I agree. it. I think put out New Mutants and uh, let's go from there. Yeah, like, I mean, Dark Phoenix has been delayed like two or three times now. I mean, they yeah. they just need to cancel that shit. Apocalypse was, it was fun, but it was garbage at the same time. Like, it, yep. was, it was basically fun to watch that dumpster fire, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and... They're not going to, as far as I know. They're still going to release it this summer. But I just think that it's going to tarnish that franchise so much. And they're going to have to wait a few years to reboot it. Because I, I, I mean, I'm hope maybe maybe they'll do a good job. Maybe maybe it'll be good. But I think it'll be more like the they're going to fuck it up like the Dark Phoenix saga, the original one, X3. And it'll just leave a bad taste in everyone's mouth. Um, I'm definitely excited to see uh, the Fantastic Four come in to the fray. There's been a lot of um, like talk and skepticism around the interwebs that <coughs> that Reed Richards bought uh, the old Avengers Tower, and it's gonna be the the Fantastic Four Tower now. Why? because they're both towers like is there like i i haven't seen i'm, I'm just like, saying that's the speculation the, uh, there's there's just like uh in some of the scenes from the far from home trailer there's like mm-hmm. um a building being rebuilt uh like and it, it's it's the i don't know it's just it's a really tall tower I, like i said it's just reddit speculation um okay but it's it would be a fun way to kind of introduce them i guess you know if you at the end of Endgame, <laughs> you just pan up and see the four sitting in the on the on the tower somewhere or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think Fantastic Four needs needs some redemption for sure. I think if uh, John Krasinski plays Mister Fantastic, I'd go see it. Who is that? Did, uh, who Who is that? Uh. From uh, the office in the quiet place. Oh, yeah, I like that. There's a lot of talk of him doing it. I like that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, what what would you say like with this Fox deal and with all all like moving forward in the MCU? What's gonna what's like your least anticipated like? What do you not want them to make a movie out of? Uh, I feel like we could not make a Black Widow movie. I feel like we could not. That's do sexist, a bro. Doctor Strange. That's sexist. People. <laughs> Were you not a Doctor Strange fan? It was, no, I didn't really like it. Okay. It was all right, but eh. that's fair. It was. It was, it was fine. It was, it was a good. Like, the visual effects were incredible. Right. Don't get me wrong. Like the visual effects on that movie were incredible. I just like, eh, I wasn't into it. It was a fine origin story. It was whatever. Yeah. Yeah. 
um, who knows? Maybe the sequel will uh, grab my attention more, but like, I wasn't as into it as this one. Right. And that is confirmed already. Uh, Doctor Strange 2, Black Panther 2, and Spider-Man 2 are all confirmed. So, spoiler alert for those that think that all those characters are going to be dead. (laughs) They're coming back. Well, the Black Widow movie is confirmed as well, so we know she'll survive. Yeah, Black Widow. Um, Yeah, I think... I don't know. I think I'm... I, I wouldn't say I don't and I'm like least excited for any movie because it seems like Marvel comes out with with a ton of good movies all the time Guardians of the Galaxy was the most surprising movie I've ever seen you know oh man I was was so excited for it when they announced that I never heard anything about them and then even researching them and trying to read old stories about them there wasn't a Uh, lot about them no it wasn't like this this seems like solidly the uh, like 2005, 2006 annihilation wave. Yeah, like they they're the su- like, super fresh characters for sure. Yeah, um, uh, it was a risk, but paid off. They're, God, they they're yeah. I mean, it was it, it was a great way to tie Thanos in with Gamora and Nebula. Like that was fantastic. And then having the Collector in there was cool. Like I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy was strictly there for the Infinity Gauntlet story. To establish what the Infinity Stones are? Yeah, that, and to establish the actual big bad of the universe and stuff like that. He's not just some dude on a throne, he's, like, looking for something. Yeah, <laughs> he's, like, hiring people to do his dirty work and shit. Yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed that movie. Um, do you, uh, let's see. Oh, I, what I was going to say was... Um, I don't, I don't not anticipate anything, but I think that I'm the most worried about what they're going to do with Wolverine. I just, I want them to, to do a good job because Hugh Jackman is, is the man. I don't care like how bad the movies were that he was in. He was still the best Wolverine that I think they could have possibly ever hired. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty good. He was tall. I get it. <laughs> I, I, I don't have any specific complaints about him as Wolverine. Yeah. But, uh, I just, like, I don't know. I, we haven't seen another one. So, like, I, I don't know. And maybe, maybe that's why I'm so nervous, because I'm just so used to it. Yeah. It was like, yeah. maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised like I was with Solo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause he, the guy Alden Arnwright or whatever, he did a good job yeah, playing like, playing a young Han Solo. I like Solo. The only I don't know the only Star Wars movies I've liked recently are the Star Wars stories. Spinoffs, like Solo, yeah. and I like Rogue One. Like I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I guess as long as they kind of do that with with Wolverine, if they. And I guess if they don't make him a central character, too, maybe that's another thing they need to do is not make him such a central character to the X-Men. Because he was more of a drifter, as far as I understand, when it came to the X-Men. Like, yes, he was part of it, but he left the team a lot. During the 80s and 90s a lot, yeah. But, like, uh, like he um, he definitely established himself more firmly as, like, a 
permanent member of the team. And yeah. like, it's so funny for being a loner as his characterization. That dude is on more teams than like <laughs> any other character. That's so true. He's like, hey, you want to be on X Force? Yeah. You want to be on the Avengers? Yeah. You want to be on X Men? Yeah. <laughs> you want to be on Alpha Flight because you're Canadian? I mean. Oh my God, yeah, Alpha hey. Flight! Holy shit, that's so funny. I have. I have one of the first Alpha Flight issues somewhere. <laughs> um, I think it would be cool to see, like, if they could ever do another Hulk movie, they could do a Hulk versus Wolverine and That'd introduce cool. him like that way. Yeah. And, like, you know, Hulk could just rip him in half and throw him halfway across Canada. That'd be tight. I think Keanu Reeves would be a badass Wolverine. They were talking about that. Reeves would be a badass Batman too. So like, I don't know. Hmm. Man, would he be good Batman and Bruce Wayne, or just Batman? Oh. Hmm. Oh, it's the same character. I guess that's true. (laughs) He also knows kung fu, so that's a plus. So much kung fu, dude! Like, oh man. He can fly a helicopter. That's a plus. He's been training for this movie for the last twenty years. That would be cool. I wonder who they're going to pick as Batman. Affleck is out. Yeah. I heard I heard rumors that uh the the what's that guy uh the Lone Ranger Ar- Army Hammer. Hammer. Yeah. Heard rumors about him. Hard pass. What else have <laughs> been in? Nothing. Like he's yeah. been in one movie that failed. Like, so he was- yeah, he wore a mask in in the Lone Ranger or whatever that is. Cool. Cabbage. That's all it is. <laughs> Muff cabbage. <laughs> um, you know who I think would be a good Batman? Michael B. Jordan. I think he'd be a good uh, Batman Beyond. Superman. Or like the, a young, you know, like if they ever made a Batman Beyond movie. Yeah. That's what they should have done with Ben Affleck. Is just kept him as Batman but made his story like another 20 years in the future where he hires a little Batman Beyond and they do that story. Yeah, like, I, I do not know what the DCEU was like thinking they were going to do with Batman. Like, is he perpetually going to be middle-aged? Like, I, Yeah, I don't know. I don't... I don't know what the DCEU is really doing, period. They're terrible. At this point, it's... It's a fucking mess. Yeah. Um, that shit's a bigger mess than the Dark Universe, I feel like. <laughs> and the Dark Universe only got one movie. <laughs> but at least they knew when to quit. These guys just... Whoa! That scared me. Was that a kitty? Yeah, sorry. Nice, nice. But yeah, DC just hasn't... They. I mean, you got Shazam coming out. Big fucking deal. And then, yeah. what, Wonder Woman 2 is coming out. I guess I Titans... You didn't? I just recently saw it not too long ago, and it's fine. Whatever. I heard it was good, but I didn't see it. I yeah. Man was good, but I didn't see it. I didn't see that either. Um, I heard Titans is actually really good. I, and it's funny because when it comes to, like, DC... Uh, live action or even just whatever like movies their cartoons and their tv series are hands down the best yeah it's ridiculous they just could not make a movie to save their life yeah i don't i don't understand why um i don't know 
it's like totally backwards. Like I feel like the Marvel animated movies are really subpar, but the DC animated movies are like phenomenal. They're f- yeah. Since uh, what's the the first one I saw with uh, with Batman: Mask of the Phantasm or whatever? Yeah, circa like 1995, dude. That thing was badass. Yeah. And that's when that's when all that shit started for me. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, and then you had the next one with, uh, was the next one with Mr. Freeze? I believe so, yeah. And then after that was Under the Red Hood, and that yeah, shit was, was fucking really crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, just all of those animated, and they're, I, I and personally, like, people that have listened to the show, they've heard me rant and rave about arrow and the flash and um all those cw shows i think they're they're fucking amazing their storytelling is great on those they have time to tell elaborate stories that involve actual characters that you kind of care about you know um i think gotham is one of the best running tv series right now and it's uh, the first season of gotham was a little iffy but after they figured out like what they wanted to do and who they actually were, I mean that shit is is phenomenal. Um, the the similarities between some of the storylines in the later seasons and like old comic book stories of Batman and stuff is just uncanny. I I love it. I love they they had an episode recently with um, the Did you ever see the Dark Knight Returns cartoon part one and two? Where where he's all old and he has to fight the mutants. Yeah. Um, yeah. They had a this scene. A battlefield. This is a surgery. Dude. This is an operating table. It just dismantles that. Dude. Yeah, and you know they they did it a little differently in Gotham, but it was and it was Catwoman fighting them with knives, but like she said the same shit that Batman did. Like he she like cuts the dude's uh, Achilles heels. Um, the same way that Batman did in the cartoon and like just the, the sweet little callbacks to, to all their other stories is so fucking cool. Um, I just, I, I love, I love everything they've done with Gotham. The Joker, I think is one of the best Jokers that we've had. I think he's better than Heath Ledger even. Um, I mean, I, for you, yeah, because I know you don't like him. I liked Heath Ledger. I still think he's a he's a good Joker, but I think this I like kid. Heath Ledger, I just didn't like him as a Joker. But sure, it's sure. Keep going. Everyone, you know, there's a lot of people that have that that didn't like him as the Joker. I mean, Jack Nicholson was way better, um, as far as like his actual comic book persona. They just wanted him to be so much darker in dark in the Dark Knight series that you know. Heath Ledger kind of took that and ran with it. But this other kid from Gotham, he's from Shameless. Um, and and he's just, he's got that shit down. He's got the laugh down. He's got his mannerisms down. Like, it, it's just, it's, it's fucking great. <laughs> so if, if DC, if the DCEU could, could pick up anything from their TV series or, or maybe steal a writer or two from those series, like anything to make a good movie again. Man of Steel was fine. It was great. It wasn't great. It was fine. It was. It was like, it was an okay watch. Um, it was entertaining. You know, it was a good entertaining superhero movie. But other than that, Justice League was garbage. Batman vs Superman was 
absolute trash. So, I don't know. What What do you think they could learn from like the MCU? What do you think DC could do better? could see that the power discrepancy is is definitely huge there Mm -hmm. especially like if they were to introduce green lantern or something then you got green lantern superman and uh wonder woman mixed with what the flash aquaman and batman Then you throw Cyborg and the Martian Manhunter in there at some point, and you got a whole big mess. <laughs> <coughs> Maybe they should just stick to their TV series. They should. Maybe just work harder on those, put more money into those, like better graphics and stuff. I mean, I guess, like, I don't know. I don't know their profit margins. Are they, if they're making money on movies, keep putting out shitty movies. Like, hey, people are paying for it. <sighs> That's the problem. It's like Transformers. People still pay to go see that dra- that trash. Yeah, but why? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't watched a Transformer in like 10 years. Like, I don't know. Oh, my God. Well, I think, I think we'll wrap that up. We had a pretty good talk about MCU. We have a pretty good idea of what we're looking forward to, you know, what... Uh, What's coming out soon? I, there isn't really a lot that's been announced. Just the few movies that we talked about. Um, no, and it's all everything else is like the cartoons for Hulu. Or yeah, the cartoons for uh, one of them. I think Hulu uh, that are like going to be the R-rated animated. Oh, okay. Series. Okay. I've heard I've heard rumblings that Hulu is going to take over the uh, Netflix Marvel shows. The Daredevil series. Yeah. yeah. They get a well, so here's here's the thing with that. Um, Netflix has a contract with Marvel through 2021. Um, so since Disney is uh, starting their own streaming service, they're pulling all of their movies and TV shows off of Netflix after that contract is over. So Netflix decided to just cancel all of those series and not make any more of them for the remainder of the contract. So then once once that contract is up, um, Disney will then own Fox, and Fox owns like 51% of Hulu. So with Disney owning 51% of Hulu now, they definitely have the opportunity to, to bring those shows back into the fray. Um, it's really just a matter of time, like until those contracts are up. But it, it'll happen. I mean, especially with how good Punisher was. With, yeah. With with how many people like Punisher and Daredevil, like, they can't just get rid of those. <laughs> they yeah. were too good. Well, I, even Iron Fist, like, Iron Fist ended on, like, a really high note. Like, it I was did. ready for season three of Iron Fist. It like, did. Luke Cage ended on a really high note. I'm, like, ready for season three of Luke Cage. Yep. 
Yeah, and they just Netflix just really I don't know, they got really upset about it, so they're not doing it anymore. But Yep, for sure. Which I guess I can understand that. Yeah. Disney's kind of taking over the world. But oh well. Um we'll wrap it up there. It's been a good chat. Thanks for thanks for coming on the show today and hanging out. Um we'll definitely as soon as uh, Endgame drops, we'll we'll definitely do another like review on that or something. We'll do an episode about Endgame. Yeah, for sure. And then yeah, and then I just want to thank all the listeners out there for listening to the show. Um, next week we're gonna be, I guess it's gonna be this upcoming Friday. We're gonna be live talking about Star Wars and Galaxy of Heroes, the little mobile game. Um, we we do that bi weekly segment. So we'll be on on the YouTubes and stuff on Friday. Um, Make sure to go like us on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram. Um, find us on SoundCloud and iTunes and Twitter and all those all those good things. Just search Twist My Arm Podcast. If you want to be a part of the show, you can email us at twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll, uh, we can talk about, I don't know, whatever. If you're in a band or you have some interesting stories or whatever, just hit me up, man. We'll get you on here. Um, you can also leave us a voicemail at 508-93-TWIST. That's also the number to call whenever you want to come chat with us when we're live on YouTube. So, yeah. Thank you guys again for listening. Uh, my name is Josh. I'm Chip. And we're the Twist My Arm Podcast. We will talk at you next week. The Twist My Arm crew thanks you for listening to this episode of the Twist My Arm Podcast. The Twist My Arm Podcast theme song was written and performed by the Hot Dang Gang.